You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Have you ever asked, what if, and then insert your favorite geek genre or franchise, and then ask, what if they did something different with your favorite story? Well, of course you have, because you're a geek, and that's what us geeks do. We ask, what if, all the time. And so this episode is episode 45, what if Luke Skywalker stayed in Dagobah to finish his Jedi training. So we're going, Kino and I are going to wax poetic and, and, and think about all the possibilities when it comes to Star Wars and what if and get into that. Um, there was a debut of what if in this series of systematic ecology with episode 40, you can go back and listen to that. What if Gandalf perished? And they talked about um, all the different ways maybe the plot and the story of the Little Rings would have gone. But today we're going to talk about Star Wars. So yeah. again, welcome to Systematic Geekology. We are the priest to the geeks, uh, which means that we aren't all ordained ministers, but we're just mediators making connection between faith and pop culture. But today, even though we say all the time, we're not all priests. Today, your two hosts happen to be <laughs> ordained pastors. Yes. So uh, today, we, we you do. You get two ordained priests to talk with you today about, about uh, what if. Um, I'm Will Rose. I am the parish pastor at Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And, and right before we hit record, Kino and I were talking about how we're both Tar Heel fans. And yeah. All the joy and the dismay that goes with being a Tar Heel fan. So, so yeah, we're glad you're here. Kino, who are you? Where do you serve? What do you do? So I'm Kino Kennedy, and I serve as the pastor of Union Bethel Amy Zion Church in Cornelius, North Carolina, which is a small town north of Charlotte. And yes, I am a huge Carolina fan to the point where I don't even watch the games anymore because I don't want to break my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Kino, what else are you geeking out on these days? So, so I am um, currently um, watching um, Demon Slayer. Um, right. Even though I have watched the manga, I mean, not watched the manga, I read the mangas. Um, mm -hmm. I'm excited now to see the anime bring to life the beautiful pictures that are in that book. That's and it's a great, it's a great storyline. So that's what I'm into. Um, right now. What about you, Will? Yeah, that's, that's great. The, um, you know, that the whole, like, I, I read a lot of comics, a lot of graphic novels, and then when they come to the big screen or to the small screen or to TV, you love to see like the interpretation. And we're talking a little bit about that today. Like, you know, you love a story and you want to see it up on the screen. It's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know what the sad part is? It's just too much TV to watch. It's still it's too true. much TV to watch. It's it's like it's so much <laughs> stuff that I have in my queue on Netflix and Disney mm -hmm. Plus. Well, Disney Plus, I watch everything anyway. Um, but it's like I can't I can't watch it all. I cannot watch it all, and literally have to just sneak away and just spend five hours watching something where nobody calls me. But you know what? As a pastor, somebody's always going to call you about something. Uh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the goal. Like every the whole family goes to bed, and I'm like, all right, I'm a I'm a carve out. You know, eleven <laughs> eleven to twelve fifteen. I'm gonna watch this show, and then eleven fifteen comes around, and I'm gonna sleep on the couch, and oh. I have to go back and rewatch it, and oh, yeah, fall asleep no, no, no. in front. 
Yeah, for Book of Boba Fett, I was waking up Wednesday mornings um, at at like six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> fixing my coffee, telling my dog to be quiet. Sit beside me, bud. We're not ready to get up. Uh, we're just going to watch this together while everyone still sleeps. Because I know throughout the day I was going to be getting texts and yeah. I want to be able to go on social media without spoilers. So I was I was making I was being intentional to go to bed Tuesday night a little earlier so I could wake up Wednesday morning, watch the show. And then, you know, if I want to watch it again that night, I'll, I'll do that. But that was kind of my pattern for those kind of priority uh, shows. Like, yeah, like yeah. But, but for me with Bubba Fred, I would would not be on social media. I would wait mm-hmm. until after Bible study. To watch, mm-hmm. just yep. as a little treat, as a little treat afterwards. The every everything is done, relaxing now. I can sit down and catch enjoy. your breath. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> cool. Well, that's a good segue because we're going to be talking about Star Wars uh, today. That that big what if uh, poised the the question, posed the question of what if Luke stayed on on Dagobah. But a little a little um, kind of background on on what if. So um, I think people human beings um, have been what ifing forever when it comes to our lives, when it comes to our family trees, when it comes to our favorite stories, the endless possibilities that, that are out there. But, but Marvel um, uh, kicked off a, a what if comic book series in 1977. And the first issue was what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? So, so a way to think about these possibilities and stories that are outside of canon, outside the regular story, the regular books that you can play around with your imagination, that you could put people in different costumes, give them different powers, maybe kill them, kill them off even, and, and not have that affect your main storylines. And, and DC did that as well. Uh, they had their Elseworld books. They had other books. They didn't call it What If because Marvel, that was their that was their phrase, but they call it different things, Elseworlds or multiverse. And so they would play around with with stories like what if Lois Lane became Superwoman or what if Superman, Superman's spaceship landed in Russia uh, other uh, rather than Smallville? What, I what was saw the background that background Oh yeah, it's good. I, I, that was it's a, a Mark movie. Miller storyline where where uh, Russia uses Superman as kind of like their weapon uh, during the Cold War, rather than this good old boy farm boy who grows up with with great parents, you know. And that goes back and forth. So this this idea of thinking about what ifs, what would happen, and we did it in episode forty about what if Gandalf really did die, how would that would affect the entire. Tolkien universe and Middle Earth. Um, and so, so Marvel does that too. And so um, it's just a great creative way to think about um, the stories we love and, and do that. And I, and I think about my own life too, like, oh, what if, like, what if my parents um, decided to stay and live in the mountains after their first year of of being married rather than moving to Wilmington, North Carolina, the beach, I would have grown up a, a mountain guy rather than a beach bum. And maybe I would have grown up um, hiking and snowboarding rather than <laughs> tan on the beach and surfing all the time. So how would my life be different and the choices that I made? So my parents take my dad taking that job. My life would have been a whole different if he hadn't taken that job. And I'm sure yeah. you Kino, thinking about like different alternate timelines or choices you make um, would affect our, our whole life stories. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the interesting thing is that that one choice can impact and change the trajectory of anyone's life. And the mm-hmm. great thing is that though we don't know, but having the possibility of thinking about what if that were to happen and what it could look like is a good thing because truthfully, mm-hmm. you can then decide, hey, maybe I can try this thing out. It might not be like this, 
but it might give you an opportunity to try something else. And so looking at this whole what if scenarios and what your life could be, and, and especially in comics, it, it actually enhances the the scope of the work of art that we see before us. But not only mm-hmm. that, but it, then it, it, it draws us in to then as fans, we can say, hey, well, this could be possible. That could be possible. Then sometimes that that the, the movement can happen, that the fans can influence what somebody, mm-hmm. the writers write. And they could, they could then, then be manifest in that way. So, so what if? <laughs> yeah, and that's a good point. Like in terms of the reason we have the Snyder Cut in the Justice League movie is because fans were like, we want to see what it would look, what the story looked like going that direction. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, I think the fan reaction to some of the Star Wars prequels and, and characters, you know, and, and there's a balance, you know, with all things, there's is, is being a good steward of, of those tools and gifts because it can become toxic. It can become... Um, um, uh, you know, what you, you play out the different story in your headline, your head of way you think it should go. And then it doesn't go that way. And so you're disappointed. And so you lash out. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? What if, what if this was played this way? And so it's fun to think about, let our imaginations run free, but also realize that, that hold it loosely is not necessarily something that, um, you know, it shouldn't paralyze you or ruin your fandom, but something that should you should have fun with along. Should have fun, yeah. So don't don't be so a stickler in the mud if it don't work out your way. Just be open to the possibility that somebody else presented something that could actually make it even better than what you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, when I was making a decision to come to Chapel Hill from Columbia, South Carolina, it's a hard. I loved my church there, love my people, uh, but just that that kind of time in our lives, it was time to move for my family, and and I and I was at this crossroads. What do I do? And I was kind of paralyzed by the if I go down this road, or what if I go down that road? What about what if this? What if that? And I had a a spiritual director and a counselor sit me down, and I was like, you know what, Will? Um, um, either way, either way. Uh, God's going to bless it or redeem it. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, wow, okay, um, God's going to bless the choices I make. Or if I go down a wrong road, or maybe it's not the choice that's the best ideally, uh, ideal thing, um, but God's going to redeem it and make good come out of it. So that, that kind of trust. We Hopefully those what ifs can, can help us and be a tool for us rather than um, rather than uh, a sense of regret, uh, a source of regret. Yeah, or just paralyze us from making any decisions at all. Uh, yeah. Trust that, that whatever decision we make, God's going to walk with us through it. Yeah. Well, look at us. We're already we're already <laughs> preaching, so we're going to go down the road. <laughs> the say uh, the so so today's topic, you know, with Marvel, DC, all uh, you know, you could pick any uh, geek franchise, and and there's kind of what if scenarios. Multiverse is very popular right now. Alternate timelines. You could do it with Harry Potter. You could do it uh, with anime. You could do it with video games. And video games give you those kind of choose your own adventure. What if you make these decisions and and play out yep. different ways. Today, the question of the day, the what if that that we're doing is, and here's when Joshua's going to insert that lightsaber sound. Go for it, Joshua, now. (laughs) What if Luke stayed on Dagobah and Mm. finished his Jedi training? So he was poised with a choice. We just got finished with Boba Fett. Go back and watch it. Spoilers. There are some choices there that perhaps Grogu had to make or not make. And what, what is he doing? How does that work out? Um, but but today, uh, that that big choice, Luke is is on Dagobah with Yoda and and he gets this vision. He gets this this feeling that his 
his friends are in need and he wants to go help them. And, and Yoda sends out this warning. If you go, you're going to jeopardize a lot of things. Uh, this could not be a good choice that you you're you're going into uh, dangerous territory, Luke. Um, and, and even everyone's like, don't go finish your training. You're not strong enough. And he's like, nope, my friends need me. So he goes off and he goes to Cloud City and he faces Darth Vader. And we, you know, come on, the, the great one of their favorite scenes and all of star wars is them right before that carbonite chamber there is backlit and they're kind of black silhouettes and they blaze their their lightsabers there in the room and it, and they pause oh it's so good i love that yeah. scene yeah um but but what if what if kino um what if luke stayed on dagobah and and kind of let his friends for, fend for themselves and he finishes jedi training how do you think the story would go differently how would it play out so so let's let's deal with the first thing is that being in, at Dagobah was a rite of passage for him. It's a part of his training anyway as a Jedi. And so for any good Jedi, they should always want to finish their training. However, we've learned that some <laughs> some folks did not finish their training all the way. Um, and so they get lured into the dark side or they fall away, i.e. Right. Asuka. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and so and so with that being said, then we have to identify Luke's desire to be there for his friends. But if he chose to stay, would he be OK with his friends dying? Mm. I'm just saying, like, like, would he be OK yeah. with his friends dying and knowing have, that, hey, I have thoughts. <laughs> I, I saw the vision and I like, okay, I'm going to stay here and then find out that they died. But now I'm not saying that they couldn't have it. They probably could have survived more like they would have, but still let's deal with that. Like, like that could have possibly made him choose to go down on the dark side. Cause you, yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I'm with, Oh, there you go. You, you, you see, you see, cause, 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 cause think about it. Grief. And sadness is the is the gateways into the dark side where you don't or where you don't deal with your negative feelings, as they would say, then it, it leads you susceptible to to the to the dark side of the force. Yeah, and there's there's uh precedence for that with his family tree with Anakin, right? Like yes. Anakin did the same thing and he had grief, whether it was his mom or Padme, there he was dealing with some grief that he hadn't dealt with, and that's what led him down that dark path. And 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 I and I do think that seems like Jedi the Jedi is as much as we love them, as much as we want to root for them. And they make some wrong choices along the way, whether it's like this kind of dogma of like no attachments or or them arguing that Anakin's too old. And then they get to Luke and Luke Yoda says the same thing. He's too old. I'm like, didn't you learn anything from like Anakin? What are we right. doing? Right. You've been on Dagobah. You should have been praying about this communion with the force. And yet you're still making these same kind of decisions in your way about about Luke. But I'm, I'm with you. I think if Luke stayed on Dagobah. Um, and finish his training, his his friends would have met a more perilous um, end, not saying they would die, but maybe they were hurt or whatever it would have been. Um, and, and that would have been the path for Luke to go down down the dark side. But, but you know, he would have been like, why are you betraying me? You, you, you made me choose this over my friends and at my friend's expense. And and I think that could have been a gateway for him to go to down the dark road. Yeah, and 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 what would be scary is that then you would have uh Luke and then Vader 
and Palpatine all on the dark side. Now, then, and mm-hmm. with that, with that happening, let's say, let's Luke just say, you know what, I'm just too stricken, and then he have another vision and see who his dad is and go, 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 go see him, right? And and Vader goes and knows, okay, I know you, I'm your father, so come on, let's join me, and we can, we can, we can then overtake the Empire and and do uh, take out Palpatine, because you know that that's the rule of two. Only yep. two Siths can be um, right. be around at the same time anymore. As has that, so all of that plays into <laughs> the narrative of like if he stayed and he does and and something tragic happens and he blames himself, then it leaves him susceptible to being going down the dark side. And then this we could have had, you know, uh, Vader takes over. Or or uh, mm-hmm. the Sith, the rise of the Sith, or something. I don't know, you know. But but then that would that would open us up to where we like now we have someone to be mad at because then we would possibly blame Yoda, not not Yoda, mm-hmm. but, but 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 not Yoda, but Yoda, but Yoda would be a part of yes. the issue. Yoda and Obi Wan and that whole whoever's left of this kind of Jedi Council that's hanging out there. Right, right, right. And so and so then who do we root for? <laughs> Who, who do we root yeah, for? and and so what if you know, um, what if you know you can sniff out that there's an ulterior motive for Darth Vader's like join me, we'll rule the universe, we'll keep this from Palpatine, we'll keep this from Darth Sidious, and we're going to overthrow him. Then you and I will be the ones who'll take our, over the universe. Um, but but you know, hanging out there that we didn't know at the re- Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back and New Hope, we didn't know that Ahsoka was still alive. Right. So would Ahsoka sniff that out <laughs> and be like, wait a minute, I'm seeing something else play out and, and she's behind the scenes. So she could have come into play with a more kind of instead of light, dark um, Jedi, there's this more gray where she has a different take on this kind of dogmatic Jedi religion. And she builds up her her kind of um, rebel alliance against um, things. So that that's kind of a fun thing about what what's Ahsoka's story if if Luke and Vader team up because she knows um, who Vader really is. Right. But I also like to think that if there's still, if Luke senses good in, in Vader, mm-hmm. that's still his father. Mm-hmm. I like to think of this scenario of like Luke choosing to stay on Dagobah, his friends meet their, um, you know, meet their tragic end. And then he turns to the dark side. And as Palpatine's manipulating Luke to the dark side, that, that Vader's like, I don't want this to happen again. And maybe perhaps Vader's like, no, I'm not going to let this pattern. I'm going to break the cycle in the Skywalker family tree. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going to he's still going to kill Palpatine and go like, no, Luke, this is not the way to go. As he's seeing his own life play out and his son is like holds up a mirror to Vader where he's like, I don't want this to happen. So so that good in him, he still brings balance to the force. Yeah. He still is the chosen one yeah. to overthrow Palpatine wow. all those years. Yeah. And, then, um, and so uh, they both can perhaps live or maybe Vader dies still because he's old and he, he overthrew him. But then Luke understands that they were still good in his father. So that's yeah. that's the yeah. story in my head that, that I – that I kind of play out. That, that's that's interesting. So so then you said it, and that would be it's still it still um, meshes with the original storyline that there is a chosen one that will right. bring balance back to the force, and instead of Luke, is actually Anakin who then recognizes, hey, that this is not good. 
um, there are some things that I realized I made a mistake on. Okay, I, I, hey, hey, that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's interesting. So then, so then, what if um, he stays on Dagobah, finishes his training, and his and his friends survive, right? Oh. So, mm-hmm. so like, 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 let's say, let's say, in, you know, in his vision, he sees them they're in, they're in a perilous situation. They need some assistance, but it's not Absolutely. him because he don't see all the way that how it plays out. But it's someone else who 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 helps them. And then and so instead of leaving, he still stays and becomes a Jedi master to then reestablish the Jedi order. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 we've been seeing throughout the movies anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, I, I wonder what his relationship would be with his father if he stayed in train and never got that I'm your father moment. Um, would that I'm your father moment come anyway? Would he become a so. Jedi Master? Would they would eventually Obi-Wan and Yoda break the news to him? Yep. I know I've been sharing this truth from a certain point of view that seems very passive progressive manipulative from my point of view. <laughs> Come on, be honest. And, and, you know, we don't have to show our cards all the time. Luke, yeah. you know, there when he first meets Obi-Wan in New Hope and he's sharing about the Clone Wars, if he would just said, yep, your father's Darth Vader and he's now taking he told the whole story, Luke couldn't have handled all that then. He wasn't no. mature. No, yeah. Uh, it took three movies. It took many years for him to grow. I mean, look, you try to tell – 20 year old will rose some things he's not going to hear you uh that 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 soon to be 50 year old can it's a little bit more palatable yeah now than it was then so so i'm not saying they have to tell him everything but would you still get that i'm your father moment or would they break the news to him i i think or that would he would, see that I think, I think we i think you will still get i'm your father moment however and what you were just finishing up was saying he i think he would probably get that in a vision because think about it that that uh, most Jedi masters have this premonition now. They're especially they're force sensitive. They they can see things and deduce some things from what's going on around them. So my suspicion is that if Luke Staten got his true training from a true Jedi master who has trained thousands of Jedi's over over hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 I, I believe that if he would have stayed and and his friends were able to survive whatever situation they, they would have faced, that that he then would have deduced that that uh Darth Vader was his father. Some way. Mm-hmm. Some way I believe that it would have been revealed to him through the force that uh Skywalker was his I mean not Skywalker but uh um Vader was his father. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And then I wonder how that would play out in terms of would he confront his dad and still sense that good in him and try to redeem him or would he uh, go right to Palpatine because he's stronger, but we saw it, you know, Palpatine is pretty strong. And so um, I hate to say this, but, but, but the Sith seems stronger than the Jedi, (laughs) even though the good guy always wins. It Mm -hmm. seems that they're more open to, Technology and other stuff because we saw Papa Team. <laughs> yeah, in those sequel movies, he was yeah. he was cloning himself out. Yeah, yep. yeah, and 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 but but it's always it's interesting that when you look at the other other um, narratives that brought in about to enhance the storyline, especially when you look at the Sith and and the Jedi's in and themselves, you begin to notice how that there's a there's a desire to know more. I and I this is just me talking with mm-hmm. science with the with the Sith than the yeah. Jedi. Yeah. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. now there's some, some manipulation in there, yes. And it's always some mm-hmm. selfish ambitions about all of that, yes. But but still, there's there they I, I, I suspect that they are more powerful in this regard, that they're willing to try and get whatever they seek to uh whatever they're seeking to do through on their own selfish gain, yes, but but I, again I think that they there's a little more powerful than the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they're they're willing to be a little bit more sneaky, sly, mysterious, manipulate. Like they they get more creative and and to get no 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 no. That's not that's not no no no. The Jedi also is manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, yep. they are okay. manipulative. Now, now it's not overt. They they will mm-hmm. give you the choices, but but it, but they always know. Not trying to say they always know, but they have they have a sense that you are always going to choose the right path, and even if you choose the wrong one, that you'll find your way back because they already have a sense that how it's going to play out anyway. So there's some manipulation right. on their part too. They're not as just as innocent. <laughs> Right. And I, and I do have, we were talking about Book of Boba Fett earlier, but, you know, in terms of Grogu's choice, you know, Luke presenting him with that choice, it seemed like a little hypocritical to me because I was like, come on, come on, uh, Luke, that's what Yoda did to you. And you chose your friends. Don't make him choose his friends. Like share him, you know, you, yeah, it was hard. You, you faced Vader before you were ready, but eventually, you know, you did save your friends and they helped save you. And, and there was, balance brought to the force uh through all that so so i'm hoping there's a third way through there you can kind of think through and um think through how they do a jedi post return of the jedi and move it into and you could even go into the sequel trilogies too i mean the, i love the sequel trilogy there's some parts that i i disagree with or or sit wrong with me there's there's a lot of what what ifing with me when it comes to um the last jedi in particular um but but they're still fun and i think disney and all its um uh, and and Lucasfilm and those on the creative team uh, have have wiggle room when it comes to what they did in Rebels with this kind of time between time and spaces and different things that Ahsoka was doing and Ezra was doing. I mean, um, and then you have you, you could do some what ifs and play around with different storylines like we're doing here. They did that with the anime version of um Star Wars, Star Wars Visions, and I don't know if you've watched that. You're an anime fan. Have you watched Star Wars Visions? On yeah, Disney no, no, Plus? yeah, yes, yes, yes. Don't, man, don't, those are wonderful, wonderful, and a way to tell a story of here's a different angle of looking at this Star Wars universe from a different perspective, and and you could perhaps do that, play around with some animation like Marvel did with with um, the MCU and some of the animated. You don't have to get all the actors in a room and paying millions of dollars you could you could play around with some animated uh version of star wars of right. maybe this is a possibility or yeah. stories between stories or what if you know, the, do the, the same the, thing those are always the, the what is between the stories between stories are always enhances the original storyline because because mm-hmm. i know for me it causes me to think back on oh, okay so where is this in the storyline where where does this take place and how mm-hmm. is this all playing in if the, if this happened in the background because think about it the uh, DC universe and Marvel universe, and even with Star Wars or any other any other uh, science fiction, that the universe in itself is so large and so vast that there are things that we don't even know that that mm-hmm. could have had some 
influence into the main storyline and that's 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 one of the great things about just trying to play around with different characters like doing the clone series or doing the mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Uh, what was the the rejects uh, that's that wasn't called that wasn't called. Oh, bad batch bad batch, bad, bad, bad batch. Yeah. yeah 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 you <laughs> know like that you know what I'm saying? Right. yeah yeah i love it yeah yeah and like where they show up wait a minute they there's no mention of them in that movie i'm like yeah it's a big universe yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah. a big solar system. There's a lot going on. You know, it's a big world. I don't have to know everything that's going on um, in, in Georgia or Florida, but there's there's things happening, you know, yeah. in those yeah. stories. And yeah, and uh, that that's kind of fun to think about. And and again, the endless possibilities of what you can bring in is is a lot of. So I got I got fun. I got one more what if, and then we can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what if uh, Luke stayed? He finishes his training. And Leia comes and is sent to come mm. to uh, Dagobah, and he trains her. Oh, well, I love that! You, you, yes, because <laughs> we do know uh, that she. We do know she's force sensitive. We do. Yeah, know that. it's a sister. That yeah. was the "I'm your father" moment for Return of the Jedi. Was you have a sister? And we were like, "What, dude? You kissed right, your sister? Right. What's going on?" But, um, but think, think about it, throughout throughout the whole the whole movies, the original movies. We didn't know she had any 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 force abilities. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was only after ah, uh, it was only after. Gosh, what was that movie? I can't even think of it now. Where she was, where the ship blown up, and she she. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, Last Jedi. That was Last that's Jedi. That, thank, thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. That, that's when we learned that she was forced. So what if she made it to uh, Dagobah, and were able to train too? <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. Now you. All right. We got a few more minutes here, folks. We're not gonna wrap up just yet. You know, spark some imagination in me. So, all right. So Luke stays on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Han is taken off to Jabba's palace. It doesn't work. Maybe, God forbid, Chewie gets killed. Right. Right. And, right. Or something happens, and then Leia's like desperate. Then Obi Wan shows up to her and says, "All right, you, you're the one who's gonna help." bring balance to the force too. And I need you to come to Dagobah and team up with your brother and you guys train together. Uh, and so before you even get, I am your father moment, you have a, I am your sister moment. Yeah. Uh, you have a brother moment and they team up as twins or yeah, they're twins. Twins. They, 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 they team up as twins and they team up to get Han back and to fight Vader together. And then they both sense this goodness. And he's like, what? I have two kids. I'm a man. And then they both turn on Palpatine and then they, yeah, I love that possibility. Cause I loved it. Like as, as the rise of Skywalker and the, in the sequel trilogy that, yeah, a lot of problems with that. I love that they tried to course correct a little bit. They try to do a lot of things, but the fact we just got to see Leia blaze a lightsaber and, and train and like see a vision of her when she was training for with Luke was, was really awesome. Like I, that was just a, a great moment. So Leia coming to Dagobah to team up with her twin brother right. and train. That's how cool. that, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. They should do that. Yeah. I hope, I hope you're listening, Disney. I hope yeah, you're listening. They are. They, 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 they should do this. This will mm-hmm. be. You could even make it into a movie, or it doesn't matter. Yeah. A comic, it doesn't matter because this will be a great thing. This will be a oh man, you could. There's so many uh, things. So they're happen. leaving Cloud City. She Leia sees yeah. Han go off on Boba Fett's starship, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Ah, oh, he's lost. Uh, God forbid." Chewie just died back there. <laughs> I would be crying <laughs> like a baby if that happened. And then, um, but then she's on. She's like 
what do I do now? And then Obi-Wan shows up as a force ghost and says, I need you, I need you to go to Dagobah and and meet up with Luke. And and we're going to have a sit down on the log and have a chat (laughs) about your family tree and they can bring her in. And then you can bring in like Qui-Gon Jinn as a force ghost and all the other Jedi. And they're like, all right, we're going to just come together together. and have, this is, this is what we're going to do next. And, I, I love and that. Think about, and think about those two as on the Jedi Council, as Jedi Masters, and, mm-hmm. and re, revigorating and, and training new Jedis throughout the whole universe. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's Man, good. I yeah. thought we were about to end. I thought we were about to wrap up, and then you took a turn, and you got my head going. I, I love it. it. And this is fun. Like, I... Again, like we, we do this to have fun in our heads. And if Disney never does that, okay. And I think we hold it loosely in our hand. You know, um, you know our, our head canon, what we want them to do with the story, the, the stories I imagine in my head with playing with my action figures. I think, I think one of the things about the main storyline, even if the what if scenarios, is mm-hmm. that you would still, I believe that even with the deviation, it would still circle back around. That you will find himself facing his father, realizing that it is his father. Even if all this other stuff, did I? We, we've already established that what could happen is, is that even if the twins got together, or if Luke stayed, or if they died flat out, he will still end up with his father. He will still yep. find himself face to face with Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Right. Which mm-hmm. which then which then goes into even if you deviated just a little bit, the storyline is still rich and still beautiful that even any deviation will still circle back around. Yeah, yeah, that you would hope that they were being bring a balance to the force. Like I, you know, all, all good story, you hope it has that and the ending that that's satisfying. You hope that they all break bad and Why go Why dark in the whole universe. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. No. Um yeah, so so thinking about um you know, I, Kino, and in your congregation and with your people and kind of face it, we all live in kind of a scientific world and evolving universe. I don't know if you've butted up against kind of multiverse theory or people thinking about that or how God fits into a multiverse theory out it, there it, in the you world. Know what? I mean, funny enough, funny enough with the multiverse theory, strain theory and all these other theories yeah. and everything, it it's to me, it still points to an intelligent being creating all of it. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot mm-hmm. deny that there was something before everything. <laughs> yeah. You, that, yeah. And, and to, to, for us as believers, it's always pointing us back to God. And so even if it's multiverses, even if they're aliens, it's, it, it doesn't, it still points back to God in some way, some way, shape, form or fashion, because there was, and even if you don't believe that's okay. If you want to have a conversation, that's fine. You can we can have a conversation. That's right. We're here. You know where you can find us. Yeah, like yeah. You but but the but the truth is that no one can deny that there was something that happened prior to the the bang evolutions, the start of it all. There was something there before, and right. for us, for right. us, that is always that points us back to God. That that He is always outside of time. He's always outside of the universe. He's always outside of heaven. But he's still relevant and close to us. That's the beauty about God, that he's still wow. close to us, that even though he might feel like he's distant. I love that scripture says that even if I make my bed in hell and Sheol, you are there. Mm. That that God. tells me that God is there, even in the midst of the muck and the clay, that if I was on Dagobah, Dagobah he would be right there, too. 
Yeah, we look at the universe and the stars and how green it is. And even if there's like all these multiverses and it goes on and on and on and all these different things, there's still like from a Christian perspective, we have a God that was that that took the form of uh, flesh and bone that was born in a manger that Jesus often used parables about, you know, seeds and, and the small and what seemingly is the insignificant. And so sometimes we look at the grand universe and the endless possibilities are out there. We may feel insignificant, uh, but yet Jesus always points to those things, the lost, the forgotten as being significant and important, whether it's a lost coin or the parable of the seeds or wherever it may be. Um, God finds us and says, no, you are important. You do matter. Your matter matters. Yes. And so, um, so yeah, and I, and I think, you know, our church does a lot with, with church and uh, with faith and science and, and, um, there's a lot out there that they can challenge our faith or think through how we interpret scripture. But even with multiverse, it always seems like it could be used as a wraparound to say, no, no, there's no God because it's just endless possibilities of multiverse and things. But, but still, as you said, you still, you, you're just, you're just getting a longer journey to go back to a pinpoint of a, of a start or a beginning of, and so, yeah, you can pile as much as you want on top. You still, there's a pinpoint there or a start of, of things that, that uh, where it began and, and who's behind that. And so right. that's the question that, right. uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's God is awesome. That's all I can say. Even if he, he's the God of a multiverse, God is still awesome. There you go. <laughs> and if there's a different version of will out there in some verse that snowboards or hikes rather than, <laughs> um, than surfs or plays at the beach, you know, that he's still loved by God and he's still a product of the choices he makes in his life separate from me and, and who knows, maybe at, at some point when, when it's all said and done, when, when God, who is holding all things together, brings all things together, um, we may see ourselves in the mirror, something uh, a little different or more fuller than we thought before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, yeah, and a scripture verse that, that came to mind um, uh, as we we're kind of thinking about this, I was thinking about all the stars and all the possibilities and the splinter of the alternate timeline that could go in different directions. And I, my mind, you know, as I said, I grew up on the beach. I think of all the sands on the beach. They, science will say that there are as many stars in the universe as there are sands, but there's this verse in the Psalms from 139 verse uh, 17 through 18. It says, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast the sum of them. If I were to count them, they would outnumber the sand. Yeah. And so endless are the possibilities, um, but God can still hold those possibilities within God's mind and God's heart. So, so here's, here's a great concept about uh, God and infinite and time. I, I've told my kids this, is that if we think for us, time is on a continuum. It's on a line. It's on a straight line. That's all it is. It is going backwards, going forwards, going forwards, going backwards. It's on a line. Doesn't matter. However, God mm -hmm. is outside of that. He's above time. So he can see mm -hmm. the beginning, the middle, and the end. He can see the, the past, the present, and the future and still be present. That's how God is. He's, it doesn't matter where he is. He's always mm. present. And so because God can see the vastness of time because of where he is, because he's infinite, he's infinite. And think about the symbol of infinite. It is a continuous. It's a it's a it's an eight um, on its side. So there's no there's no mm -hmm. beginning. There's no middle. There's no end. That's that's, that's a mathematical symbol. Yeah, <laughs> but that's still that's still that is still God. <laughs> but, I love but, it. But, but but when you see when you understand that. And then when we 
transition. And that's the other thing. That once we transition, we then are with him in the infinity of time as well. So then we can then become a part of that, which we can see the beginning, middle and the end and still be present as we once mm. were with God. Which 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 then says that even though God is vast, so God is big and, and everything. And even in scripture, it talks about the infinity of God and the vastness of God and vastness of space, vastness of life and all this other stuff. That is, mm-hmm. it's an intimacy that, that, that makes it so relevant and so mm-hmm. pure that, that out of everything or out of nothing, God created everything and he still loves us that he died for yeah. us, that, that, that connection, that relationship, that's one thing that, that we cannot deny. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to preach to you. No, 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 I love it. And and you talking about being infinitely um, present, that God is infinitely, eternally present. And then and then so much for, of, of human energy and human life is thinking of the past or dreaming of the future. And, you know, didn't Yoda say that to Luke? Always thinking of the future, where you where you could be or should be and not where you are, you know, that, that he, he has that line. And so that teaching of being present with God, that that's, that's really when, yeah, as you said, when we transition, we go to be with the Lord, we're within that space of the infinitely present. And if God is father, son, Holy spirit, this Trinitarian relationship and dance of love, we're then invited to be a part of that relationship and to join in that dance of, of love and relational um, eternal love that, that we're invited to be a part of. And that, and that happens now. It's not just something way off in the future, yeah. but it begins now. Um, yeah. And and that's what we're trying to promote in systematic ecology in the midst of all these stories that hopefully they, um, you know, they these stories that we love and that we consume that entertain us, hopefully they also challenge us and, and help us think uh, the bigger picture of, of where God's place is in our lives in our own timeline. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what we, we seek to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you want to, uh, if you have a what if question and uh, you want to throw it our way, either on the website or on social media, we have a good group following there, a growing group of, of priests to the geeks on, on Facebook. And then we have an Instagram um, account and we're on Twitter and, and Facebook and our website. Just let us know uh, what you're doing with your what if questions and if there's a theme or some uh, kind of story or genre that you want us to dive into, we'd be happy to do yeah. do that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Kino, any, any, as we wrap up here, uh, what's your uh, recommendations for folks out there to geek out on? If there's something out there that you want to recommend to folks. So I'm, I'm, I'm always pushing Demon Slayer. I realize every time I'm on, I'm pushing Demon Slayer. <laughs> Um, and it's on my queue. You talk about you talk about endless amount of, <laughs> of shows that are out there, uh, endless possibilities that, that sometimes get overwhelming. That Demon Slayer sitting in my queue. It's, it's, it is a beautiful story. It is a beautiful story. But but uh, cool. um, but I will I will say this. I, I don't re- 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 well, I wouldn't recommend this, but I did it for me. Um, I you know Ozark just came out probably about last month, right? And so I finished in like a couple of days or a few three days or whatever, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I rewatched Ozark from the beginning, the <laughs> newer eye, and I uh-huh. noticed something that in the first two seasons, it was dark. Like the shots were dark intentionally. Because I was wondering, okay. like, is my is my TV so dark? Let me brighten it up. And then I go to a different yeah, yeah, yeah. app or something, it'd be so bright. And so I'm like, oh, 
they actually intentionally shot that show in the first two seasons dark. And those mm-hmm. things actually enhance and then me knowing like all the stuff that's going to happen and then paying attention to like um, Wendy's decision or, or uh, um, uh, Marty's decision. His whole decision was just trying to save his family. That's all he was really trying to do. Oof. And all of that. But, but anyway, but anyway, this, this is a great show. So so what I, I, I rewatched Ozark from the beginning with a different eye, wow. just trying to pay attention to the nuances and the things that happened. And it actually enhanced it. I, I sit there and I was like, I couldn't wait. Even though I knew what was going to happen most of the time, mm-hmm. I still couldn't wait to, to finish or watch the next episode just, just to see, hey, this and then thinking about how, how you already know it's going to end, but then with a different mm. perspective of this yeah. is why these things happen. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I I will recommend Ozark City. Now, I'll, I'll also share, coming from two pastors, it's not for the faint of heart. Mm. It is not PG. It's not for the whole family. It's, not, it's no. breaking bad, dark, if not darker. Darker. Uh, drug cartels and murder. And it, it, is, it is a very dark show. But, oh, my gosh, it's so good. What these what they put the bird, the family of the birds through. The, the great thing is that that the Bible in of itself is just like that that there are oh, yeah. stories of betrayal your kids acting up uh dealing with extra matter of affairs family, family cheating lying being betrayed somebody trying to kill that's that's that is that <laughs> that is relevant. <laughs> cool. Um, my only my recommendation. I've recommended it before, but it's um, a comic book series that just wrapped up yesterday. The eighth uh, miniseries just came out. Eighth issue of the miniseries, and it's Supergirl: Woman of Tomorrow uh, by Tom. King and oh man, I, I say her name wrong. I think she's a French artist, uh, Bilquist Evely. Um, and the art's amazing. The story's amazing. It's one contained arc of, of Supergirl, like a like a true grit story, outer space. It is absolutely amazing. And I'm gonna usually when I collect the single issues, I don't buy the the graphic novel, uh, but I'm gonna buy the hardback graphic novel of this and put it on my shelf. That's how much I love the story, and it's beautiful. It ended great yesterday. Uh, satisfying to me. So, so when you can find that graphic novel or buy the single issues, go for it. Yeah. Uh, thanks, y'all. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks Thank for listening. Guys. We appreciate everyone. It's not lost on us for you guys listening and and supporting us and chiming in. Find us on uh, on the social medias and the website, and invite you to be a part of Patreon. And as always, remember we are a chosen people and a geekdom of priests. This was an Anazao Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazao Ministries podcast network.